Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of For Your Run. It's me, Sean, and today we've got Blair. She is <laughs> podcasting, quote unquote, injured. Not necessarily injured, just I'm under not the injured. weather. Yes, under I'm the slightly weather. under the weather. Um, for anybody who, you know, takes care of small humans, when they have a sickness, they just generously share it with you. And our youngest son was sick last weekend. And so, ta da! <laughs> I am as well now. <laughs> so, you're I, welcome. Um, you're welcome, everyone, to know that my face is swollen and I can't hear out of my right ear. <laughs> but, Blessed. you know, I Just we had, blessed. I feel like there's some wood I should find, but um, we've had a remarkable year of wellness. So <laughs> here we go. What better way to kick off 2021, you know, just get into it, bring it all back. I guess. Mm. Yeah, I'm for I had forgotten what a cold felt like. <laughs> 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 and of course, I mean, anytime now you get like sick, you have to run through like the symptoms of right. what could potentially be going wrong. So I walked around the house going, can I smell this? Can I smell that? And I could. So doing great it's just cold everybody that's right <laughs> just the cold which as we're all aware blair is always cold anyway so maybe you and this cold are just you know best friends well you know <laughs> I, I, this might be the one time in my life like i'm not super cold because my yeah. body's like working in overdrive to mm. so your body is comfortable but the rest of you sickness wise miserable not. yes mm. yeah and i feel bad for people who have allergies and feel this way me. during different yeah like during different mm -hmm. seasons my oldest has allergies too and i i know when whatever's pollinating or growing or whatever yeah. he feels like this i just would be miserable all the time yeah. so i'm sorry to all of you who struggle with allergies well and i i showed blair just the other night the time that i exploded and looked like lou ferrigno from my you sure from my did allergy <laughs> shot. you had like the most neanderthal forehead i'd ever seen mm -hmm. <laughs> It was pretty attractive, pretty yeah. good. So I'm sorry to everyone. Yeah. I did well, tell Sean that I had hoped um, my my voice would sound like Phoebe and I could sing Smelly Cat for everyone <laughs> in honor of Friends being released next week, the reunion. Right. But, so um, how excited are you for that? That's I'm the real question. I'm so excited. I have to tell you that I, I <laughs> totally teared up <laughs> Yeah. watching the preview. I... I'm a huge Friends fan. I mean, like, I'd skip classes in college to stay home and watch. I respect friends. that. So the um, the Sean that hated all things education really loves that you went. Yes, for that. and I I a serious education rule follower. So <laughs> <laughs> for me to have skipped class, it's serious. Like, it's serious. You know, I felt like. Mm -hmm. not making good choices but it felt all fine when i was watching an entire season of right. friends on dvd <laughs> yeah it seemed like the right thing to do at the time so i'm very yeah. excited but anyway long story short everyone i don't sound like phoebe so i won't sing smelly cat <laughs> i think everyone at this moment i should Is say grateful actually. you're welcome yeah you're welcome <laughs> you're quite grateful so while you all don't get Smelly Cat, no, what you today. do get today is Kelly. She's and so fun. Woo, as she you has all such know a great her, sense of humor too. She's on IG as Munson Smith, and she is incredibly positive. Mm -hmm. She is, uh, whew, she's 
I don't even, I can't, I'm just hung up on positive. She is. She's very positive and she's conquered a lot of things and. She has. She loves strength training, guys. Like she's our and strength training guru yeah. that we're going to all go to when we feel like not <laughs> <right>. doing, <laughs> not doing our say, exercises. Yep. To anyone who, if this is your first episode, go back through the other ones and listen to Sean doesn't understand strength training. And, um. Yeah, she she excels at it. So she likes it. She's she like that's her it. favorite piece mm-hmm. of the prehab running yeah. routine. She just really likes that, which I th- yeah. I think that's great. Need so, to get yeah. into We're gonna talk to her about all things positivity. She's gonna help me especially try to understand some meditation a little bit more. Yes. We're gonna talk about all these things that uh, she's building back from, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna. She's she's getting ready to train for Chicago. I can't wait to follow that as she yes. pushes through, and uh, yeah, all things. And she's Kelly. fundraising. That's right she for is. a fun charity that she's gonna share she about. Is. So that's and great. You'll all learn about all these things. It's gonna happen. <laughs> so guess what? It's time. Get the shoes. Or, you know, whatever it is you're doing, whether you're cross training right now, I'm not, whether you're (laughs) getting ready for a run, (laughs) whether you're hopping in the car, whatever you're doing, it's time to get ready. We've got Kelly all lined up and it's time for all the goodness. You ready to go, Blair? I'm ready. So ready. Let's go. It's a miracle. We're in. <laughs> Technology. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. When it works. <laughs> when it works. Exactly. When it, when it does work. And we can't admittedly say that that is all the time. No, well, not at all. Doesn't. Not at my house. <laughs> I frequently freeze like a robot <laughs> mid-sentence. So here's it just makes best. it more interesting. Yeah. The best part of this, Kelly, is that when Blair does free, she can still hear me. So I, I try to talk her through it. I'm like, listen, Keep you're going. not moving you right can now. Do this, but we're going to get just... we're going to get through this. <laughs> and I usually freeze like some total dorkfish face like <laughs> one of these days you just have to mess with him and just pretend that you're frozen. So he sometimes thinks. <laughs> Sometimes she unknowingly does. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I'm a speech therapist and we had a little boy who's probably nine and he is, we were doing like telehealth and Mm -hmm. he was just working on sounds and he lives like out like in central Florida where there's like nowhere. And so he would frequently freeze and he thought it was very funny one time to totally like sit there. And we were like, Hey, are you there? You got to call grandma so she can get back to us. (laughs) And he was like, just kidding. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, he was a real big jokester. <laughs> I love everything about that. It was great. To uh, to everybody who will be tuning in to this episode, I just want to let everyone know that Kelly is in what only I possibly refer to as like the most epic workout den. Every single time, <laughs> every single time that you post on to Instagram, you're in this den and i'm like this thing has been curated it's been thought out and i am a western pennsylvanian steelers fan but i have oh no hold on oh I, i'm gonna <laughs> you gotta know okay, okay. all right we're gonna work up to this be careful because there's two uh, jerseys okay, behind okay. me now listen 
I'm not going to comment on the Troy Aikman. Uh, listen, mad respect to Troy Aikman, but I've certainly been bred to not love the Dallas Cowboys. However, the Chicago Bears are that team that I love to see when they get good, like when Erlacher was in and they were they were ascending the ladder. I uh-huh. I have an Erlacher jersey. I have an Erlacher jersey. But so I I'm I'm with you on the bear down. I love when I see you on the bear down wagon. How are you before we even get into the running? Because let's just be honest, this is really Blair's sweet spot. We're going to talk football for 15 seconds. Oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, I so she seems nothing. really excited about this. This is, this is no. where Blair accidentally freezes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no. I don't my know. screen and audio is oh, cutting no. out. I can't do it. I can't hear you. No. You know, I, I should take because both of the children have decided that is what they want their like sport to be. You remember when you were youth and you were like, what do I want my sport to be? And my right. oldest is 11. So he's at that age where it's like, whatever sport you pick, like you need to stick with it if you want to do yeah. it in like school. Right. And so football has been the sport they have chosen. Neither my husband and I are <laughs> football. So we are learning. <laughs> you're going to learn. You're going to learn quick. Tell me all the really things. Really fast. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to ask, how are you feeling about your new Lord and Savior, Justin Fields? <laughs> Who is Justin Fields? Oh, it's, a, it's the new quarterback. It's the new quarterback. All right, All right thanks. <laughs> and like note version. For, for everybody so, who is a lifelong not football fan, the Bears do not have a great history a good, of quarterbacks. No. Okay. So, we, all right. we have this a real good. problem. It's uh, a real problem. Quarterbacks. <laughs> I know. It's basically what we're known for other than yeah. like monsters of the midway and the fridge right. and everything. Um, <laughs> look, it's, I think I'm at the point. <laughs> isn't that every Bears fan first you're, reaction? Like, you're look. real, real optimistic about this right now. <laughs> I am always optimistic. And I think that's the problem at right. this point. Um, I mean, I'm also a Cubs fan. So I think I'm just a glutton for punishment. Um, okay. But I always <laughs> just 100% will be behind them. So of course, he's going to be amazing, right? Because right. that's that's what they're always all going to be are amazing. So I know I, I have a lot of faith. Um, I was excited about the pick. I, I do feel that this was a good thing. Um, we've, we've made some poor decisions on draft day before, <laughs> you know what my favorite, some negotiations, my favorite part right now is you're genuinely approaching this as if you were running PR for the Chicago bears right now. <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, on some level, Hey, you know, just in case the bears ever tap me for anything, I just, uh, right. I feel like maybe, maybe I need to work on that. I mean, I, I am a, uh, a rhetorical composition instructor. So I think I'm just, you know, I'm used to, to working with different audiences and messages. Okay. No, <laughs> no I, I am excited. I'm always excited. Um, yeah. But I, I was not disappointed on draft day. We'll put it that way. I was excited when they made the move to trade up. And I'm sure Blair was on the edge of her seat when they traded up. Oh, absolutely. Was, yeah, it's like, all I know is I have like Tom Brady still. So that's all that I know. <laughs> like, oh. that's, that's all we know. And know. my kids are excited about it. They wear everything that has a Buccaneer symbol on it. So as that's Kelly it. That's and I both I proverbially roll Sorry. our eyes and just I, know. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And, and the kids, I guess, were learning a little bit about football the other day. And they were like, 
the Buccaneers like have not won the Super Bowl, but twice. And we're like, yeah, we're like never good. Yeah. <laughs> we were never good. Like one time, a long time ago we won, but like, no. <laughs> the, the real lesson to be had here is if your sports team has a pirate flag in it, but like, like for example, the Pittsburgh pirates, cause Kelly, you might be a Cubs fan, but I live near Pittsburgh. So the pirates yeah. sadly have to be, you know, I have to go to, I have to go to bat for them because they certainly can't seem to hit the ball themselves, but <laughs> so, just handle it. Right. Uh, Look, uh, you know, let me in. I'm not a, I was not good at batting as a child either. And that's probably just because I was around such an awful sports team called the Pittsburgh pirates, but we're going to move on. Everybody who was just getting their run started and was about to fall asleep somehow while running, maybe not sports fans, but uh, I, I wanted to circle back here because you, you did comment on your forever optimism and you are forever optimistic. You do a I wonderful try. job of that. And as you know, Blair and I, I'm sure I, I did it. I know Blair probably did it too. We, we try to do a little bit of deep dives to, to get to know again all of the posts that we read every day, but they get backlogged. So, as the I IG stalker through, mode, right? Yeah, we yes. went yeah. deep, no, I, deep stalker okay. mode again. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, that's my favorite part, actually, because I feel like I have a reason to stalk. Exactly, you. Have, uh -huh. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I liked that. Post it's research based. It's, yes, it's all for yeah. research. Yes, all exactly, research. all for research. <laughs> I I. I do sometimes laugh. I, I try to like as many posts as I can whenever I'm on, but I want to be like the next time that we're getting ready for a guest Blair. Just I think that like we should both we should just start liking all of their stuff. Like, and they'll be like, Oh, that's what's oh, happening right got now. It. That's, ready. That's, that's, <laughs> that's your just be a little love. You know, you gotta be like the hype people before you we do the can be your hype people at all Maybe? times. I would like that as a real job. I will yeah. be a hype girl. <laughs> yeah. But you do a wonderful job of being positive and and funny. I love and, your sense and, of humor. Thank you. Reels, bringing that. Yes. Your reels you are so wildly <laughs> legit. So I don't have that in my bag. That's I, no. I watch your reels and I aspire to be. Um, I don't know why, but my brain equates reels as investing some level of energy to which I have not harnessed yet. I'm like, that's, <laughs> there's a lot of work I feel like that has to go into this. But um, every time I it's, see that you've made a reel, I'm very impressed by what you've done. It's really just embracing the bad acting. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. It, it, Cause I don't think anyone, we're not going to, we're not going to be signing any movie contracts anytime soon, but you know, there's just a level of appreciation for, for bad lip syncing is, is what it is. <laughs> well, I love lip syncing. So maybe that's why like it's getting to my like deep, dark soul here over here, but I love yeah. like lip syncing. <laughs> Blair Even and I, it's off. The, the, uh, the early stages of Blair and I's friendship was our <laughs> mutual adoration of lip syncing. So and holding yeah. the camera as you go in a circle. Just <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Making everyone well, you have else to vomit. make everyone dizzy, right? That's yeah. right. Well, I mean, I felt like I was flying and it felt cool at the yeah. time. But <laughs> yeah. We're weightless. They're nauseated. Everything's mm -hmm. great. It's a good relationship. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I wanted to come back to this whole positivity thing, because certainly through 2020, I know you did, you know, you had to dip your whole body back into the pool of remote work. And mm -hmm. certainly live races did not happen. And I know that 
you were kind of hanging on, hanging on, but also pretty confident that 2020 Chicago wasn't going to happen. Um, how did you tread through those waters and stay as seemingly to the outside <laughs> IG world positive right. and uplifting as you were? Um, bad jokes. That's, that's how I did it. Love it. Yeah, um, humor. So my defense mechanism is, is, is bad jokes pretty much. Um, because I won't ever lie and say that I am a hundred percent optimistic all the time. I'm not, I'm sure. far from it. Um, and I try to capture that sometimes too, but what I do try, try to do is to make sure I take a step back and, um, maybe find a silver lining or be grateful I've had a lot of stuff happen um, just in life and when it comes to running and my health and things like that, that um, while, you know, kind of crappy situations happen at times um, in the, in the big scheme of things, the, the fact that I get to, you know, get up the next day or, you know, keep going or that I get to, you know, yeah, Chicago, that one was a hard blow. Um, so yeah. I've only run one marathon so far, and that was supposed to be my second one. Um, you know, my first major, um, uh, you know, my dad's going to come, it's going to be a big deal, all this stuff. And I tried to hold out hope. I think, I think I was in denial for a while. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so it was, it was a really hard blow. Um, and I took my moment to, to, kind of feel down, which I think we did with a lot of things in 2020, right. And some yeah. things still going on is we, you know, we took our moment to feel upset and that's okay. Um, and then I tried to remind myself that, um, you know, just because it didn't happen in 2020 didn't mean I wasn't going to run it. I'm going to do this in 2021. Oh, hell yes, um, you are. <laughs> yes. Um, and ironically, you know, things happen in, in mysterious ways because when it came down to it, I was recovering from those leg surgeries and I was not ready. Um, yeah. I, I could have made it happen. Well, you know, that we have those races that like, we probably shouldn't have done. But. Every, I was going to say every runner has that. I can make it happen. I can make it happen. Um, but was that going to be like the Chicago that I wanted it to be? No. Right. Um, so it was maybe a blessing in disguise. And now it can be the race that I actually wanted it to be and not the one that I was just going to force to happen um, just because it was Chicago. Yeah. And how, how has coming back from, and you can go into this as much as you either want to revisit or don't want to revisit, but <laughs> how has coming back from those surgeries been and how's everything feeling? How, how are you feeling as far as where you're at with it? Um, it's a weird place to be. So, um, I've talked to my coach a lot about this and I, looking back from before I had my leg surgeries, I didn't realize how much pain I was in. That was not normal. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. when, you, when something happens and you've just kind of lived through it, and have fought through it and you almost start to make excuses or you get comfortable or not comfortable, 100%. but yeah, you know, you, like you it's almost the new say, normal, well, right? It is right. Yeah. It's, or, or you don't think it's as bad, but then once something is fixed, it's like, Oh, this that is what so it's bad. supposed yeah. to feel like. Yeah. Um, 
So I, in that sense, I mean, I was in so much pain, um, all the time in my legs and now I'm not, and it's amazing. So, but now I'm feeling, um, you know, it, it, it took me down for a while. So I'm, I'm feeling a little weak on that side, but it's definitely sure. one of those that it's just true muscle weakness. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and when, when I do get sore now, it's because I had a hard run or a hard lift that day. And it's, that's normal. <laughs> it's not pain. Sure. Um, you know, so things that I was like, oh, I thought this was just from that run, or I thought this was just because I lifted really heavy yesterday. It wasn't. Um, now I know what that actually feels like. And, um, it's almost as if I'm learning how on earth to run again and mm -hmm. how to do things because right. I didn't realize how much I was overcompensating. Sure. Um, so 100%. it's, it's like starting back at square one, but it's exciting and yet mm -hmm. frustrating and new. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think there's real, uh, resilience and I think it takes a lot of work to find, and I think everybody does it differently, but I am the same mental makeup. I don't know about mm -hmm. you, Blair, but when I find out what is actually wrong with something and then am given a path forward, there I do really find positivity in at least being like, I know the problem now. I'm not where I want to be, but I, I at least know the problem now. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How to and, and that is so much of it. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's right. like, just give me an answer. I can right. work through anything if I understand it. You know, yeah. if I know yeah. why I can work through anything, it's mm -hmm. the unknown, right? Yeah. An Absolutely. answer and a plan. Just give me a plan. I like to follow. Give me some instruction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tell me what to do. I think that's yeah. why, like you said, you have a, it just makes such a huge difference to have somebody like helping you along the way. So exactly. figure it out on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while you were talking through that, Kelly, I was thinking because literally this happened to me today. I went to physical therapy. Uh, I'm doing some dry needling and newsflash everybody. That's not as bad as it sounds. And I've been trying to explain <laughs> it to people and they think it sounds awful. But then I will follow that up with today. It was really awful. So I'm not oh, good. helping Way my to own set us up. Okay. But so I went to PT today and last July, a bunch of uh, people on IG were doing like the McCurdy mile. I'm probably mm -hmm. pronouncing that wrong. I've no, you're right. It. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> and you're doing okay. <laughs> I was I was watching people run those miles, and I was like, ah, I should have gotten into that. I should have done it. And then I think two weeks after it ended for everybody, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go and try to like throw down a really fast mile. Not with you know the whole part of the McCurdy train thing was people would work towards it and as right, they Blair is for it, right? as Blair yeah. is more and more and more aware yeah. with me I'm just like let's throw everything at this thing that I haven't done anything today just this and, morning I'm gonna wake up and do it now <laughs> yeah so I went out and did a really really fast mile and the whole time I could tell that I was like bad form I was like the worst version of a cartoon runner slapping my feet off the ground. I could hear myself slamming the pavement. And I think I just really irritated something on top of my foot. I haven't really done much about it since then, but today I went to PT and thought, I'm just going to ask them about it. And sure enough, they were like, dude, um, the whole right side of your leg down there is pretty upset. And, do you, and then the lady looked at me with this sense of excitement. Cause I think she loves dry needling people. She's like, do you want to needle it? And I was like, <laughs> okay, sure. And, uh, they put the first needle in the leg and, uh, 
the whole thing with dry needling is not pain, but it's pressure. And I mm -hmm. don't so much love pressure. I can kind of tolerate pain, but I don't so much love pressure. But it was that thing of apparently it was really, really mad. And I had just decided that it wasn't. And she put three needles in my leg and she's like, this was pretty bad. How have you been like, she was like, this is the thing you probably should have come to PT for in the first place. <laughs> And, oh, and you're like, it's was, fine. It's totally normal. Everything is I, fine. <laughs> I had, I had normalized fine. it. I had a hundred percent normalized it. So the three needles down there were not great. Cause it's not muscle at all. The further you get down to your ankle, right? It's just tendon at that point. So mm -hmm. there's not a lot of muscle to like kind of absorb some of that pain. So it wasn't great, but I, you're, you were literally stepping back through what happened to me six hours ago, which was like, this is actually the worst part of what, why are we on the other? They were like, yeah, the other side was bad, but this side seemingly was worse. So yep. uh, it is really remarkable how our brains will, and, and it's not even just physical stuff too, right? I, I mean, you do a ton of really positive mental work, I think on yourself too. And you often step through that really well. I always applaud people who can write as uh well as I think they process their own mental work. And I think you do an exceptional job of that too. So I give you a oh, silent clap you. so that my <laughs> microphone doesn't anger everybody out on a run. But um, yeah, you do a really great job, I think, of helping people understand what you are working through, whether that's the physical work. Like you said, you feel like your legs are kind of new in a way. And yeah. I think you do a great job on that and on the mental front. So huge kudos to both of those things. Well, thank you. I have to put my English degree to work somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and it is, it's, I mean, writing, even, even writing those posts, it, it's so funny that on some level, social media, right? There's so many, I'm sure there's so many bad things we can say, um, but it really is so great. And even if it's a place to just um, get a chance to share and I get asked all the time, why do I put that stuff out there? Especially because I think we expect to see the physical stuff, right? But we're still in a world that's working through being open and talking about other struggles and that everything is connected and what you're doing to work through it. Um, and, you know, I've, I've had to learn a lot, I think on my own, but then also, um, you know, my coach is really big into meditation. Um, one of the reasons that him and I are uh -huh. such good friends and that he started coaching me, um, was he knows that I have anxiety and struggle with that stuff and, and he's worked through that. So, you know, he's very conscious about pairing that with my training, um, and, you know, my son, my oldest son um, struggles with anxiety. And so it was, I, I have this, but now I not only need to figure out how to work through this on my own, but to be able to communicate that, to help him, to teach him and talk to him, because if I can't explain something or, or help him to understand what he's feeling and how to work through that, um, you know, then it's no good what I've learned, right? Um, so I, I think being able to just try to work to talk about it is not only helping me, but if there's then someone else out there that finds themselves that they haven't heard it before, they don't know how to internalize or communicate or, or advocate or work through it. Um, you know, then at least there's one other person, um, 
that's talking about it and, and trying some things out. Um, and I do, I get a lot of messages, you know, kind of behind the scenes, like, Hey, I, I'm not at a point where I can put this out there yet, but, um, you know, can I talk to you or, um, I just want to say, you know, I'm, I'm glad and I feel seen and that's all I ever want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it is really pretty amazing. I have discovered this, what verbalizing something will even open up for your own mind, which is really, really pretty wild. Um, and you, you touched on meditation and I know Mm -hmm. that you've been working on that and you're getting better, right? (laughs) Meditation is one of those things. No, no, no. Hey, better is better. Better is better. better. Meditation's hard turning your brain off. (laughs) It is. It's very hard. Um, really hard. And it's, you know, it does it just like everything else that we're all doing, right. It takes practice. Yes. It takes yes. grace. Um, yes. you're going to suck at it some days. <laughs> <laughs> really badly, um, really badly, really badly. Um, you know, there are times when I, you know, try to do a guided meditation and five minutes later, I'm like, I didn't hear any of that. I was talking, thinking about something else, <laughs> you know, right. I'm yes. totally off. Yeah. Um, and then there are other days that it just hits. Um, so, but I have had to take a lot of practice about, you know, where should I be and when should I listen to this and what kind of message am I looking for and, and kind of tapping into some feelings. Um, I've had to really work on even just visualization and finding an anchor because certain things just don't work to calm my brain down. Um, but then that's really helped even with running where, you know, when you get into a space and you feel like your mind's not really with you on the run and, you know, or you're starting to feel defeated or anything like that. Um, trying to practice, okay, what would I normally do if I, if my mind started wandering before, if I started thinking these negative thoughts, you know, what would I do in meditation? And I can try Mm -hmm. to bring it in and like, just reset myself. So I'm not great at the actual (laughs) skill (laughs) of uh, doing like the actual meditation, but I have noticed that I'm, I'm picking up some pieces to incorporate elsewhere. (laughs) I think that's the most important part. I Mm -hmm. mean, honestly, I I listened to somebody recently talk about meditation for them and how um, they, they're to a point now where they're doing it for 30 minutes or so, which really blows my mind. Wow. I can barely do 10 minutes. (laughs) I know. They became really gracious with themselves about, they were like, listen, no matter what anybody says, and I'm sure there are people who somehow accomplish this, but this person was like, I've given up on shutting the voices down. I've gotten mm-hmm. a lot better at accepting the voices, which often yeah. is one of the biggest barriers. And then I think too, to your point, you get a lot better. It's not just how you can communicate outward to others, but how you can communicate inward to yourself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think even through Uh, I I was talking to Blair about this just the other day, how even talking to people on this podcast has made me feel like a better (laughs) conversationalist to myself, um, which is kind of ironic, but yeah, meditation, I is another thing. And Blair will probably laugh because I get on and off buses seemingly. And it seems Mm -hmm. like there's 45 buses of like, core work and you have like a highway well of buses and, going on right now <laughs> yeah i aspire to be good at a lot of things and end up doing nothing necessarily super well um meditation is one that 
seemingly seems to drive by every few weeks of, hey, you want to yep. you want to try this? You want to try this? And I go, yeah. And I do two minutes or three minutes and go, that wasn't great. And uh, sometimes I <laughs> hey, try to stay with it. But that was still like two minutes. But in that moment, you know, right. you thought about it for a reason. And so maybe you just needed that two minutes of a check-in. You know, sometimes that's all it is. Yeah. Look at that. See that, Blair? That's more of that Kelly positivity. There's that positivity. Eternal cup of optimism. <laughs> See to the your, silver lining. To what you were saying earlier now, Kelly, I'm going to be like, when I'm beating myself up, I'm going to be like, I'm going to just go message Kelly with my 10 things and she'll be like, no. no. And then I'll, I'll stand up and be go back stronger. out into the world. I'll give you a um, little talk. It'll be fun. That's right. <laughs> and just a little side note, we have done exceptional work kelly at nothing but gift conversations as of late too so oh well man i'm well i'm loving them a little too much um <laughs> and probably spending a little too much time finding like the the perfect um, gift emoji to, <laughs> to reply yeah. it, it becomes almost like a game like it how is. how good can i respond um to this emo to this gift with another gift because uh, it has to be specific. It can't be just be a generic one. Got to be mm -hmm. good. It's a, it's a skill to have a yeah. whole conversation that doesn't include actual words. <laughs> we, Blair, Blair, we were talking about about this podcast and then went to bed without actually typing sentences. Yes, I think that's fantastic. I think that is a, an excellent skill. <laughs> yes, my husband was serious. Like, what is taking you so long to get ready for bed? And I'm like, I'm trying to find. I need the perfect I one. Yeah. I'm in a serious conversation right now. <laughs> yeah. So before we jump off the COVID wagon, I have to ask how, uh, I, you know it, you know the yes. question. How was, how was, Kelly, how was COVID for you? Was it just great? Was it, was it sunshines and rainbows? <laughs> optimism, right? We have to, uh -huh. okay, let me channel my optimism. It, it was awful yeah. um yeah. So, yeah but there will be silver lining um so yes yeah, somehow we my entire family we made it through all of 2020 uh -huh. we made it through a good couple months and and we're doing great um my husband and i got our first vaccine uh -huh. and um then just through an unfortunate series of events came into <laughs> contact at the wrong time um and got sick yeah. So, um, my children, obviously, you know, we have to quarantine and isolate and we did all the things we needed to do. Um, my children absolutely loved it because <laughs> they did not get sick. Okay. Um, because, and because my husband and I were on the same like sickness schedule, um, we basically just barricaded ourselves in our room and my oldest is old enough to kind of help manage the situation with my youngest. Um, so I was basically like, look, just, just handle it. Right. So they lived off of, I think for a good five days, they lived off of frozen waffles, peanut uh -huh. butter and jelly sandwiches, uh -huh. video games. Um, there were no pants to be seen. I mean, they were like, we don't have to get dressed. This is amazing. No. Yep. Um, while you're describing I my 2020 is what you're doing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like they were, and they had no school, you know, obviously. So it was, they were loving Fantastic. it. Um, my two of my, my friends, uh, we were staying in touch and, and chatting 
throughout everything. And they laughed because they were like, of course, you two would have the most productive COVID ever. Um, we managed <laughs> to uh, remodel our basement while we were home in isolation. Um, we did some yard work. We live out kind of in the country a little bit. So we had a lot of yard work to do. So once we started feeling better, uh, we still had to be home, but we yeah. actually got a lot done. So there's my silver lining is we were very productive. Yeah. Um, so it just worked. <laughs> I was really amazed when you were coming, kind of coming out of it and you were, mm -hmm. I think you, you took a Peloton ride, right? Yes. You were, you were yes. just like feeling, feeling 70% today, going to sweat it out. And I was like, brave, just bravery. <laughs> it's true. It's so well, true. I did. I just, I felt like. You know your body. Is, it's all right. right. Yeah. I took it easy. I, I played it smart. Rest is great. But then at some point you just, it, it's almost been counterproductive. You know, I, I was just rest anymore. Yeah. Like if no, I, I was here like, one more minute, oh, <laughs> I'm, gonna it, lose I'm getting it. really, really stiff. Yes. I just needed to move, you know, right. even if it was super slow, I'm like, mm -hmm. I just need to pedal my feet and just get some movement. Um, and plus I wanted to, to check because you know, with weightlifting, I'm not doing the cardio stuff. And my biggest concern was how is my breathing right. with the COVID stuff? So I'm like, if I can get on the bike and maybe just pedal a little bit, um, maybe I can get a sense of if the breathing is okay or not, because I also didn't want to just head out for a run and then no. be halfway through the neighborhood right. and then have an asthma attack or sure. something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. So I was like, maybe I can just do a little bit and it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was okay. And it was, it worked it was out fine. fine. That's right. It, it worked out fine. So besides the the running that you're doing, cause you're training, are you training now for fall or not yet? Um, I'm going started, to be starting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, my coach set me up on like a, a seven week little mini reset. Okay. Um, where yes, it's training, but super low mileage. Okay. Um, more just trying to get me back into, hi, this is our exact routine that we have on these days and we're scheduling in the rest day. So it's not so haphazard and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of just trying to get a little bit back into that and to try to get a little bit of a baseline, Okay, you know, at what point am I feeling tired? Are my legs not really holding up? Um, you know, things like that. So um, this Sunday, my long run is, is five miles. Okay. Um, you know, and it's, and it's a light, you know, it's nowhere near any kind of race pace or pushing or anything like that. Just, just get my legs under me. Mm -hmm. Um, so then like next week we'll truly start into kind of your standard training. Okay. okay. And what else sure. are you adding in then you do some strength training, right. And cycling still, she does yes. some, just a little bit of strength training, right? Yep. <laughs> Just a little smidge. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a weightlifter at heart. Um, are you? I know. I was like, what do you prefer? What's your favorite? I am. Um, I, if, if I've proved anything throughout my years, and this goes through all facets of my life, I have certain things that I am maybe naturally good at. There's uh -huh. not a lot of things, but some of them are naturally good at, and I enjoy them. They're not technically the things I choose to pursue though. Oh, I really okay. like kind of just kick my own butt apparently. <laughs> um, so it is a good I feeling. Know. I feel like if I'm completely exhausted and crawl, fall right asleep, I've done a good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, in high school, um, I was a, a multi-sport athlete, not great at any of them. Um, I was not winning any medals, not going to nationals. I was just an active person. 
Um, but because of that, instead of like normal gym class, we had weight training. Um, and you know, that was specific sport training. And so I got into weight training, um, and weightlifting and learned about it. And I just loved it. Um, and I picked it up and I was like something I'm good at. (laughs) Um, and that stuck throughout the years, you know, I felt strong. I feel confident doing that. Um, I like learning about it. That's something that has always been a constant. Um, but it's, the thing I can fall back on. Um, I know how to challenge myself. I know how to push myself. It's, it's not, um, anything all that crazy running on the other hand is one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I was like, let's do that. Uh, (laughs) Let's do that more. Uh, why would we not Uh pursue the thing that's the hardest for us? (laughs) Makes sense. um, Totally makes mm -hmm. sense. (laughs) Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Right. Yes. I don't know. I will say though, that I think that is an immense benefit for you that strength is your fallback because mm-hmm. runners, hi, it's me, runner, uh, <laughs> not strength. And, and we just talked to Jim about this as well. Strength training, core training often for people. So I, I was the person that did run in high school. Now, not necessarily by choice. That was more so my mother decided that I, I had way too much energy and she was cor- correct, but I was the runner and I was also the, you know, string bean six, five, like 165 person that wasn't, you know, about to become the weightlifter. <laughs> and so I think there's real value, though, to having. Yeah, I'm, I am not core. the person you have to force to strength train. Like, that's the piece that when I see strength on that day, I'm all over it. You do not have to talk me into it at all. And then I'm like, oh, I have to run. And it's like, yeah, okay. that's part of racing is you have so, to do the run. <laughs> so you funny. come to me when you don't want to run and I'll tell you to run. Perfect. And I'll come to you when I don't want to strength train, which is every day. And <laughs> um, you can tell me to do that. She uses the Peloton app. So you guys can just take strength training classes together. I'm See, in. it helps when you have a, a virtual buddy. When, when you have a buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? We're going to, and speaking Look at that. Look at that segue. Oh, player. Just, buddy. She You're just right. lobbed it right up there. For one, I will say Peloton buddy. Hello. We will, we'll get on that. We have to somehow figure out how to exchange screen names only via gifts though. That's going to be the real challenge. Ooh, I don't uh, know. If, I don't know if that's possible. I don't think so either. <laughs> but well, the, perfect. The segue. good news is the good news is, is I'm, I'm, I, I might be a decent writer. I'm not very creative when it comes to screen names though. So basically if you okay. know my screen name on, one platform, ah, you know it across all platforms. Agreed. Gotcha, gotcha. Agreed. My screen name on IG is too long for the Lords of Peloton, apparently. So I had to think of a new one. The when you find out what it is, Kelly, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> the Peloton gatekeepers would not let me bring Sean Goes Running into their Which I their, think is so world. interesting. Wouldn't that be fun yeah. for a shout out when they were like and Sean I, goes running, you're at two hundred runs. Congrats. I, <laughs> I thought it would be great. Exactly. But okay, let's get back to some best buddies here and let's get into, so I I just told Blair the other day too, I have not forgot that we are going to, we are going to tag team up, make a shirt. We're going to raise you some money for Chicago for this wonderful cause. So talk us through team best buddies, how you arrived at that and you know, anything else you got to share about it. Absolutely. Um, so best buddies is an organization that really focuses on helping those with 
um, intellectual disabilities to really be themselves. I mean, you know, be successful to get jobs and train and, and have careers to find housing and independent living. Um, and just even to find community, um, you know, to, to make connections where, um, as, as I think if, if 2020 taught the mass population, anything is that, um, how key connections are in our life. And when you don't have those, how hard it is. Right. Um, I, uh, it doesn't seem like it in most cases, but I, I do have an introverted bone in me and, and it's just, um, <laughs> I know, I know it's, it's a big shock to a lot of people, but, um, you know, so there were times where I was like, this is great. I don't have to talk to anybody or be a part of anything. Um, and I can keep my distance, but the more that that goes on when you're just distanced, um, and, and kind of on the outside, that really does take a toll. And if you think about it, those who have these intellectual disabilities and other disabilities, um, they're unfortunately kind of kept at that distance all the time mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, can't, you know, really just want to find their place, um, you know, find their community, make a friend, have a job, be independent, right. you know, that's all they want, but they need some supports. And so Best Buddies really works to do that in the communities. Um, I got involved with Best Buddies because um, one of my friends, Ryan from college, um, he got involved with the organization and um, his son is on the um, autism spectrum um, and he had gotten involved with some things and he reached out to me. He knows that, you know, I'm an educator, so I've worked with a bunch of, of students um, and adults and everything that have um, you know, have had some challenges, but more in the classroom space, um, you know, my son, even just dealing with anxiety and things, just the idea of that he felt I would understand, um, right. how much that impacts people. Um, right. and so he asked me if I wanted to get involved and he knew that, um, I wanted to run Chicago as well. And so he was really trying to find a partner and an advocate and, um, you know, get some more representation, um, around the state and everything. So, so that's where we're at with it. So I'm, I'm happy to be a part of, of mm -hmm. that team and, and help spread the word. And if I can do anything to help them out. And I think that's one of the ways, I mean, Sean, I, you know, followed you on IG and everything, but then with the, for the run stuff too, um, I was just, I'm always inspired to, you know, something that I can feel like I can give back and be a part of a community and, yeah. And who genuinely just wants to help and find things and, and things that will actually make an impact. Right. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I think some places you, you know, what are we actually doing? Mm -hmm. um, just retweeting right. something doesn't do anything. Right. Like, right. how can we really get involved, whether it's sharing information or, or making an impact with that? And I found that this was a way that maybe I could actually help um, and give back. So I'm, I'm excited about it. That's awesome. Yeah. And it is a great organization. Yeah. I agree. And Blair's a little bit familiar with it too. You've done yeah, a little awesome. bit in Florida. Yeah. yeah so um, I'm a speech therapist. So I obviously work with children with yeah. exceptionalities and I'm a parent of two children with exceptionalities. And so um, we have um, a panel of therapists and specialists like in our organization that I work with. And we went to a Best Buddies gala. How you say yes, it, I yes. just yeah, I went to one not yes. too long ago. Yep, for one of um the panelists has a daughter with Down syndrome. So it it's a yeah. it's an awesome community. We had such a fun evening. It's it's great. So I think it's awesome that you're doing that. Well, well, thank you. And when I got so 
only through you, Kelly, did I learn about it. And I went and read tons and tons of stuff mm -hmm. on, on their site and really was blown away with the work that they're doing and the cause. Mm -hmm. And I, I think something that works for a lot of us is whenever you can relate to something. And I think yeah. Team Best Buddies is a really fascinating thing because for me, how it landed was um, through my 20s, I, and you know, mental health is a, a crazy thing. I mm -hmm. actually wasn't aware that I wasn't much choosing anything for myself through my 20s. I was right. trying to seemingly be a chameleon. I was working with people, being friends with people, picking up their hobbies, being interested in their hobbies, doing their things, thinking they were my things. And then as I got into my 30s, that burnout of like, I'm not, I don't think I'm me. I don't, I actually yeah. don't think I'm who I think I am. And running was this very odd thing. I, I liked running as a kid, but I didn't love cross country, even though I did it. But something in my brain was like, you need to run. You need to get back to this. This is the thing that we're telling you you should do. And when I started running and then when I got on IG, I discovered, holy crap, these <laughs> are my people. These yep. are the people I was supposed to be around the whole time. Like these are my people. We all think the same thing. We all have the crazy ambitions to think, you know, I'll run a marathon with, you know, sometimes, it's, you know, it's an amazing community. It's a wonderful community. And as I've grown in my running and in finding people like you and people like Blair and everyone that we're, you know, talking to, will talk to, it's that when you find your people, when you find common commonalities, you feel like you're yourself. So when mm -hmm. I read through Team Best Buddies, I thought there's nothing more valuable than feeling, uh, you know, and and talking with people about mental health. Sometimes the most important thing is hearing someone else say something that resonates with what you're thinking. Like mm -hmm. you think you're an independent, which then makes mental health seem very difficult because you mm -hmm. think you're a one-off and that no one else is yeah. like you until you hear that there are plenty of other people like you. And that was a really big draw for me, which, you know, so I think it's great that that's the cause you're going to run Chicago for. And I think that it's a really mm -hmm. fantastic initiative to try and help, you know, kids. And then as they grow up, find those common threads, find something that makes them feel like they're accepted. So yes. yeah, yeah, it's a great cause and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I'm happy you get to run for it. That's, that's really Absolutely. cool. So how... How is your mind as you're starting, like you said, you're in this little seven week kind of refresh mm -hmm. and then you're going to start stepping back into it. And I'm sure maybe, maybe you're like me, maybe you aren't, but we, I always have like the, how am I going to do this? But then your brain yeah. kind of comes back in with, we've done this before we can do this. <laughs> so how, how are you mentally as you're stepping into it? And, you know, how are you feeling as you get ready to start? you know, ticking through the weeks here to get ready for this? Um, I, I have those moments, right. Where it's, you know, especially right now with this little reset that we did. So some of my runs were, you know, one mile, mm -hmm. two miles and that's it. And it's an easy mm -hmm. one or, you know, something like that. Or it's a run walk. Like we're not doing crazy intervals. We're not doing this. It's like really taking it back to the basics and just getting things moving. And how is this feeling? Yeah. Um, and there were definitely times where, you know, I go out for a, a one mile jog 
Um, and I'm going, how did I do 26 miles before this? This seems impossible because I'm struggling here. What's going on? Um, but I, I do understand that there was a point where I started this before, you know, I, um, I, I said that I wanted to do this before and, and step by step, we made it happen. Um, and I try to keep telling myself that I, I did those races. I did my first half marathon. I did my first marathon. I did those races with a bad back on bad legs. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with every possible struggle I could have, you know, kind of thrown at it and somehow I still made it to the end. Um, it was, you know, painful. It wasn't, you know, probably not what some people dream of or imagine when, when they think like, I'm going to cross the finish line of, of my first race, you know, um, it, it was possibly, probably a different experience than, than what, um, people would imagine it to be, but I did it. Um, so I do try to remind myself of that as we've been here before and, and we, we made this happen. Um, and I do have to relearn how to run. Um, so I, I go through ups and downs where I get excited about it. Um, I get nervous about it. Um, but I think what it comes down to is it, it's all just me really looking forward to this opportunity again. Um, and anytime I get frustrated, it's just because I'm not there yet. Right. It's not because I'm angry or it's not working or something. We all just want to be able to get up and go run without any problems or Right. you know, stress or anything like that. Right. That's the dream. Right. And that doesn't happen. It's not reality. So, <laughs> um, I just try to keep it in perspective like that. So I, I am really excited. I think I had a moment, um, was it last week that it was like officially 150 days out or something from Chicago. Yeah. So oh, there goodness. were a bunch of posts about it. That yeah. does sound um, so close. <laughs> yes. It sounds so yeah. close. <laughs> and when you say it I like that, I had a moment where I was like, Oh, oh my gosh. Um, and you know, I, I looked at my reset schedule and I realized I was coming to the end of that. So we were going to be transitioning to like full on marathon training. And then my dad called because, um, he wanted to ask some questions about, um, you know, uh, tr- just traveling and making sure to set up and how does this all work? And it was like, Oh my gosh, just talking about this is making it real, but it's right. so yeah. exciting. Yes. Um, and I just remember that night I'm like, it's not even race day. And I'm just, you know, I'm like mm-hmm. so excited right now. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can do anything. Um, and I don't care if I'm only running one mile tomorrow. Like I, you know, it, it yeah. just felt really good to talk about it. So I was excited. Well, you're definitely going about it the right way, you know, like going in, doing it slow and easy and adding it in at that kind of pace. Like it's going to be good mentally and for your body and it's going to be awesome. It's the smart choice. (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah. We're trying because if I go down, it's going to be a, (laughs) (laughs) I've got too many things going on (laughs) that we need to, we need to really be methodical. (laughs) Well, and I think it's important to, the the single greatest thing I think I took out of my my and I've only done one marathon too and I said only the other day to Brooke Mama Brooke runs yeah. three sixty five and she was real quick to be like you did one just yeah. you did it like you know <laughs> and um so you know there's there's importance to that but the thing I took away from the training and there were so many bad days I remember I think it was week five or six which was the first week that I brought. Uh, speed work and tempo runs and all those things into the training. 
And within the first workout, I thought, man, feel great. Wonderful time. Second time, <laughs> not good. But yep. <laughs> my, and I was like, how does my body do this? How do I get there? This, this tempo run was three miles and I'm dead at two. And that doesn't make any sense. But the human body just does. And I'm sure that you've got plenty of that inventory through your, your, your surgeries and stuff like that mm -hmm. to know where you've come. But, um, you know, it, just my suggestion to you, and I know you've been through marathon training, but I know that you're also kind of like feeling like a whole new form of yourself coming through it, yeah. but you know, it's very important and it's been a big calming presence for me to, you know, remind myself, cause I'm kind of where you are right now in the sense that I've basically dialed it way, way back and I'm doing yeah. nothing more than three to five miles right now mm -hmm. and feeling like the speed is scrubbing off and the endurance is scrubbing off, but having the patience and somehow trying to have the kindness to be present with, you know, that'll come back and the human body, especially for runners and for people who do the work, the strength work, you especially, <laughs> your body has a pretty good mental makeup of what it has done and where it can go. So I'm sure that, you know, there will, and I've told my wife this, she's training, she's going to start training for her first full very soon. And my, my stressor point to her was just, newsflash, a whole lot of your workouts will not go well. Like a whole yeah. lot of them will not go well, but your body can do really amazing things. And in seven days, your body can, yep. you know, fail a, a, a really long run and then crush a really long run. Absolutely. Um, so, and if you need any tips and I know that, you know, Chicago, probably like the back of your hand, I figured out a really good strategy. My parents, and wife were able to see me at like one, three, something else, 14 and 17. Cause you, you kind of oh. stay like right within a little grid. Right, in right. And my dad is not, you know, my dad is not exactly super mobile. So trying to like figure out how we could navigate him kind of through the city without his knee feeling like it wanted to explode, which he's the type of person who would have done it. And then at the end would have been like, and oh, oh, it's funny what your brain gives you. At the end of my marathon, I finish, I finish the race, <clears throat> and I'm walking to my mom and my wife with my dad. And mm -hmm. my dad, I will never ever forget this. I've just run 26.2 miles, and my dad says, "I think I'm more tired than you are." And I thought, <laughs> that's the perfect. That is the most dad thing my dad could have said to me in that moment because that's very him. But. I just ironically that's perfect. Um, so my husband, he, he's been to a couple finish lines of like a local race. Uh -huh. Um, but his first time actually like traveling with me to a race was in Indianapolis. And so he was like, I'm going to try to do this race chase thing. You know, I'm going to try to right. follow you yeah. with the <laughs> app and the map. And I yes. got this going on. And when we got to the end, he had a very similar reaction, but he bit his tongue. tongue <laughs> <laughs> smart man, smart you know, man. <laughs> yeah, very smart man. You know, he kind of started to do that. Like, that was really hard kind of trying to, never mind, yeah. never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Are your kids so, going to go to the marathon? Um, or just your They dad, are your not. My, okay. my husband, my dad, and my stepmom um, okay. are going to come. My kids are going to stay. And I think that's a little bit more of, they're younger. So right. a trying to manage them with the crowds, I will be too more much. stressed out. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. just too much. Yes. Um, 
So I, you know, they're, they're going to hang out with probably one of the other grandparents, um, you know, for the weekend. And we're going to, we're going to travel up there. And then that way too, you know, um, you know, my husband wants to try to do kind of seeing some things and I want him there and, and, uh, with my dad and everything. So I think it should be a fun, a fun little weekend on top of that. um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm really grateful that they get to be there, um, Mm -hmm. for something like this. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way. I, I, I love whenever people can make those little connections. I, I can remember when I was younger and I saw how hard my parents worked for everything that we were able to do. And I always thought when I was younger, all I really want to be able to do in life is not have to depend on them because I think Mm -hmm. that would be a really great accomplishment for them if their kid wasn't like, Hey, so I'm 30 and it's not going great. (laughs) Not good. I don't like adulting. (laughs) yeah, Yeah. So I always wanted to be able to bring them on a trip and I made a very, very clear disclaimer to them. I was like, Hey, when you're coming, this is like, and it was just where I was in life. I said, this is, this is on me. This is, this is my thing. You're coming. And I swear to God, if I see a dollar come out of your wallet, I'm going to like lose my head. I I just want you there. I, I don't want you to feel bad. I just want Mm -hmm. you to be there. And you know, to, I, I wanted since I think I was like 13 and I, I thought to myself, I really just want to be able to do things for my parents whenever they get older and as I grow up. So the whole weekend was just just I don't need anything from you except for your presence. And that's really what I want. So mm-hmm. that's really cool that you'll get to have that experience. And yeah, please do talk to me as much as you want leading up to it to try and assimilate your battle plan because. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Those I mean, like, honestly, yeah, those little check-ins are really cool. Yeah. My dad is the reason that I got into a lot of the things with the running. And so I've just always had it in my mind that, you know, the first time I get to do a major, like that's, I want him there. I want him to be the one to put the medal on me. Like that's, mm-hmm. I have his, his old cross country Jersey. Like I, you know, oh, um, cool. you know, so I am. I am really excited to have this. And my kids have seen me at, at uh, two finish lines now. And that was amazing it is too. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really great. And, and I mean, I've had the races where I just went on my own and with friends and people that I've met yeah. on IG and people that I know in person. And those are awesome too. Just, just a chance to kind of connect and, and just really have a good time and yeah, do something for yourself. Right. And just go out yep. and have fun and, and make those connections. So it's, I love race weekend. (laughs) It It is fun. It's going to be great that it's coming back. You know, I agree. And I, I, you know, I, 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 I basically got tricked into the marathon because I went to Chicago the year before and that marathon (laughs) vibe gave my, my mind so much like positivity and stuff that I was like, Oh my God. And Chicago is a great place. I mean, yeah. Chicago is my second. Well, Chicago, genuinely i think is my favorite city in mm-hmm. in america to travel to for sure um it was the first place i ever went kind of on my own like it was the mm-hmm. first trip that i took like for myself went to chicago so it's got like a little bit of that special thing to it too but so yeah i i love chicago and uh that's really great that you'll get to to have all of that stuff so yes please do bother the holy hell out of me i will i will gladly give i'm you so glad this is being recorded so i know well he does like me, planning. I'll be like, listen 
He does like to plan. Will you have any races like in between? You know how some people will do like, you know, just like a half to just like get the miles in. Do you have any of those Mm -hmm. like local ones that you have in mind? Um, I don't have anything that I'm registered for yet. And a lot of that was because we just weren't sure how I was going to be feeling and how quickly. Um, so ideally, Mm -hmm. you know, I will, you know, jump into something just more so a, a kind of, again, with the anxiety and everything, um, more so that that isn't like my first start line right? Right. in how long, um, in like a year and a half at this point, sure. or we'll, what will be two sure. years. Um, you know, so there might be something in there, but I think we're, we're really just letting my legs tell us where to go with it and, and how much it's working. So, yeah. so far, so good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll definitely. Soon. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. I kind of love your little mantra too of my legs will tell me where to go. I like that. <laughs> yeah. They're if gonna, anything, hey. I, that's what we have to listen to, right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. They know best. <laughs> for sure. They, they know sure do. Oh, well, yeah. Whether I, we want to listen or not, I don't know. <laughs> it's it, and, and that's, again, right. packing enough positivity. And I think everything that you've talked about with meditation and all of those things yep. are going to be such vital components of that the the one best thing that happened to me on marathon day was uh i think two days before which was really funny someone on ig told me hey your watch is probably going to be a real big mess in the city one because there's three million people including the runners trying to and the building being a little yeah so they were like don't trust your mileage just kind of go off of your heart rate and mm-hmm. so I just was like, okay, well, 158 is kind of like my zone top, top of my zone three for, you know, feeling okay. So every time I kind of was like, I don't know, am I going to like fast or what's happening? I'd look down and be like 158. I, I, I just kind of hovered around 158 for the entire race. And so then I wasn't, you know, the only real opportunity I had to really gauge what was going on was when you got to the half. Because yep. then you you at least know a measurable sense of time. But otherwise, I got to spend most of that race just being like, I'm at 158 and I feel good. So I, I'm not going to complain because that's where and I'm that's at. And that's honestly the best way to do it, right? Yes. You, your heart was in control. You're feeling good. So that's kind yeah. of was the best race you probably could have run. Yeah. And I was... I, I did a 402 and, you know, my dad joked with me for only 30 seconds. He was really, really good about it. But he was like, dude, two minutes. You could have broken four in two minutes. And I said, I could have, but I ran the race that my body told me to run and I had a really great time doing it. So, well, you know, it makes you feel better. So. <laughs> I, was, I was three minutes over. Yeah. On, on mine. So it is. And man, those last little three minutes. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> She's Very like, I'm cool. coming after those three minutes. I'm this coming. Time. Oh, I am. Oh, I am coming after those three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Those three minutes are mine. It. For sure. Absolutely. Well, I want to say one, thank you for the positivity that yes. you bestow upon the rest of this wonderful little community of runners. I absorb a lot of it pretty much on the regular and um, I, I appreciate that. I want to say thanks for coming on and talking with us. Once again, Blair and I are somehow proving that three people that like to talk a lot can still manage to <laughs> be, 
be responsible with how we use our words and uh it's 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 been really really great to actually get to talk to you in person i swear once i know what happened (laughs) we have this e on this podcast situation for a reason i thought kelly well shit i usually say fuck at least five times a day Likewise. Apparently, we didn't get too passionate about something enough. <laughs> you would have thought it would have come out with football, but I guess not. Would have thought. Well, if it was during football season, I probably. I guess would have. right. Okay, it's not time yet. It's not time. Sometimes <laughs> you're that. full circle. Yeah. Sometimes your stories during football season. I get it. I get it very, very thoroughly. Yeah. Well, I hope that Chicago training is fantastic. I hope that you are able to enter the city of Chicago into marathon weekend and the bears have a winning record. And (laughs) I I hope that all of these things can align for you. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. He might not even be in green Bay this year. So the possibilities are endless. And mind you, by the time this gets released, that will probably all be resolved. And Blair, you know, Blair is really central to my understanding. I'm frozen again. (laughs) (laughs) I think my internet's going out. She's like, oh, no, I can't hear you anymore. Oh, Tell me when the running part comes. And look at the time. (laughs) Someone's calling me. At least you didn't drop like the quarterback hit a home run. And you no, know, no, I do know the difference between that. So yeah. my mom was a PE teacher and would be horrified uh, if I used the wrong terminology because she worked so hard to be like, you know, educating my brother and I enough about like the different types of sports. But my sport was volleyball. So like that was all I knew. And my brother's he didn't really like do a lot of sports. She put us in everything, but like we, you know, it just didn't take for when I was an adult. <laughs> I knew stuff then. Yeah. Not so much. So, then. all right. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for thank you for having me. I'm sure filling up plenty of people out there on their runs today with some joy, some inspiration. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, and go meditate, I'm, everybody. <laughs> go meditate. Yeah. We're all going to well, learn I'm- to do it together. My kids are hovering at the door they? outside. They're so hey guys. excited. <laughs> They're so excited about this I, too. So I, uh, I'm not sure what episode it is, Kelly, but I, I referenced back to that. I told Blair at the end of an episode, I said, someone listened to our podcast and their kids were like, do you know those famous people? And I thought yes. that was really, really fun. So shout yes. out to the kids. Uh-huh. Definitely. Your mom is Amazing. It. She's crushing the best. It. She really is. Can they hear us? Yes. <laughs> they're oh, they're they're seriously so excited. They normally interrupt every work meeting that I'm ever on, but this <laughs> one they have like they were like, This is serious. We need to like she's talking to she's talking to them. We have to stay out of the office. So I love hilarious. them. <laughs> well, Kelly, full disclaimer, if you need to say, I'm on the podcast again to get some some moments of sanity. That's a smart Ooh. move potentially there. Uh-huh. Good idea. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you should do, and I, I'm not a parent, so I'm just giving really bad advice I know. at this point. You should listen to like just moments of the podcast so that they don't get to hear the whole thing the first time. So then you can <laughs> yeah, go, just break was, it up. This was the second one. This was the this was the second time that I was on. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and for yes, everything. And excited for Chicago all things Chicago (laughs) and have a great summer of training. We look forward to it. 
Thank you. You too. It was good talking to both of you. You too. Take care.